We're talking here with Mark Haskelson, the CEO of the Compliancy Group, about the importance of HIPAA compliance as a product or a building block, in fact, of practice growth. Mark, who bears the ultimate responsibility for all this? Does it all fall to the OD owner? Or tell me about the arrangements, the business arrangements they may have, and how a kind of network is involved if something goes wrong. Uh, all right, so in the end, it is the owner of the practice that is 100% liable for this. Okay, the fines and responsibilities, and only, I would say, 10-15% of this is above the line. And what I mean by above the line is the fine that you might be looking at, the potential jail time, the actual, um, you can lose your medical license. But 80-90% to 90 of the cost is you might, your insurance premiums will change. You may lose your line of credit and your bank could be removed. The average cost of contacting a customer is $250 per patient involved. So you, the class action suits. So it could have been a minor incident that was a $25,000 fine from the government for doing something wrong. Could cost you millions on the back end and could actually you know, crush your practice. The second part that I kind of want to share is 30% of the issues that occur in healthcare are actually caused by your vendor. Okay, So the vendor caused the mistake, but you're still held liable. Why? Because you needed to have a, what's called a business associate agreement. When a BA agreement went in place... Uh, mandates that each one of you agreed you are HIPAA compliant and are responsible to the federal government and that you are each responsible for your own actions. The problem is and so many of the organizations don't have good business associate agreements in place so therefore the government turns around and says we don't really care whose fault it was because you didn't have that proper agreement in place you're all getting fined okay and in the case of an OD it is the person who shared the information that has the highest liability. So for bringing in a vendor, an EHR, an IT firm, a billing firm, a lawyer, an accountant, if you didn't do it right, the government views the OD as the person who made the mistake, and therefore they are the person held liable. And no, you can't turn around and say your staff made the mistake, okay? Because ultimately, um, actually, if you took a good look at your NPI and or your Medicare, Medicaid documentation you signed, it actually said you agreed to be HIPAA compliant and follow what is the liability related to it. In the course of an investigation, then... What is the importance of intent to show that you had a system in place to address a problem or that you showed good faith in trying to remediate a problem that you knew existed? Well, I'll tell you, that is actually probably the, the most important thing for the average doctor to understand. The government and the law never expected to be for you to be a security expert. They didn't expect you to be perfect. As a matter of fact, there is no such thing as a certification for HIPAA compliance. The government doesn't give one. There is no organization that can give you a certification that you are 100% compliant. Right? Now, the point that you made earlier is your proof of good faith effort. Okay? Your requirements are to assess your risks every year, and there are six pieces that are required under that. Okay, often people address the technical and security well, but fail to address the privacy and administrative components. Okay, so step one is you have to do that every year. Okay, step two is you must have those remediation, you must understand your gaps and have a documented remediation plan where you understand what your risks are and you have a plan to fix them. Okay, doesn't mean you have to have them perfectly fixed, but you have to show that you understood it and you documented and that you are on plan to address those issues. And I can share other examples of people who had bad things happen, lost laptops, etc., but were not fined or um, in any way held responsible by the government in the case of an audit because they could prove their good faith effort. 
So the rest of good faith effort are things like, do you have policies, procedures, and training? Has your staff legally agree that they are reviewing them every year and that they've agreed that they are going to follow those rules. Often people do a staff training. Understand that staff training is not proof. It's not an agreement or a full agreement from your staff member saying they understand this and they are going to follow those. The rest of the issues have to do with how you work with your vendors. Have you business associate agreements, for example, showing that you you made it a point that there was no vendor who serviced you, that you didn't do two things have a business associate agreement, a legal agreement that they understood that you were sharing PHI and they were responsible for helping you protect them. Two, that you had done a technical due diligence to make sure that that organization, even if they said they were going to protect them, actually had the capacity to do so. And then the very last item has to do with a lot of people have an incident and an incident can be something large, like you had a malware or a lost laptop, or it could be something as simple as you fax something, you know, to the wrong office. Okay. What the government wants you to prove is that you investigated that, and by the way, large or small, that you identified where the risk was, gap is the term that would be the legal term, and that you've done everything responsible to remediate those issues. So something as simple as a fax, hey, maybe your fax machine is old and the button sticks. Replace it, okay? If it was an employee that didn't understand, you train them. If it was a vendor who made a chronic mistake, you replace them. Those are the things that the government wants to see. You are also responsible, by the way, one last thing, is you must report to the government. A lot of people make the mistake of not reporting these incidences. And then what happens is when the government finds out, the average fine is about $300,000 for you mistaking to tell the government that you had this minor issue. And they're not out to get you. But if you fail to tell them, you are, as far as they're concerned, you are breaking the law. This is a federal law. They have every right to enforce it. That's fascinating. So good faith effort is key in what happens should there be an audit. We want to thank Mark Haskelson, the uh, president and CEO of the Compliancy Group, for his insights into HIPAA compliance. All right. Thank you very much.